Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Life's podcast. For over 20 years, we've been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. Welcome everyone. Today we are going to be talking with Doug Stevens about our marriage intensive weekend. It's called Hope Weekend. Doug is a facilitator and coach for these weekends. He's also has experience providing one-on-one intensive for couples that can't make it to a Hope Weekend. And he's also our North Florida Regional Director. So thank you, Doug, for joining us. We're so excited that you would talk to us today on this podcast. I'm excited to be here with you guys. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Just all uh right. just married a daughter off. So I'm uh, <laughs> I've had I've had a bit of a weekend. Yeah, so. that's a roller coaster right there. That's good. I had an eventful weekend. I like it. I like yeah. it. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Can Let's you give do it. Us a quick overview of what Hope Weekend is. So Hope Weekend is one of our relationship education um, programs that we have that, that it's about 20 hours. And we basically take couples that are in crisis. That's what it's designed for. Although I would say that every couple should go through a Hope Weekend. Honestly, it's one of the... Best things that I've ever done. Uh, so, you know, before we go and teach it, we have to go go through it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say it's one of the best things I've ever done. And just about everybody that's in a good place uh, that goes through it um, says that it, uh, you know, just this past weekend, for instance, I, I just had a couple that go, went through it and uh, they said, it, outside of their salvation experience, it was the most impactful thing that has ever happened in their life. Wow. And this is not the first time. Like, that's said often. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, in America, we've seen, you know, obviously we have a 50% divorce rate and there's just marriages left and right that are going through these crazy scenarios where Hope Weekend really is needed. So can you talk a little bit to why the state of marriage is the way it is in America right now? Yeah, well, I mean, we see it in every aspect of life, right? We we see it in race relations, we see it in schools, we see it in governments. Um, and part of the issue is is that we have problems communicating. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, we we have a real problem with listening. There's yeah. not a lot of people that are good listeners. And because we're not good listeners, and because you know, the scripture says that only by pride comes contention. Mm-hmm. And we're very proud people. And because we're proud people, we have a lot of contention. And so, it, you know, people are finding out real quick, you know, it's like, you know, when you're looking at teams, like the Seminoles play the Gators, mm-hmm. you know, you like cheer your team on and the other team sucks. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like that. And and all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what you're in, you know, that competitive spirit comes in and, and that can even come in relationships in your marriage relationship. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm team myself, right? Like, and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to crush the other team. And so, uh, you're, you're winning lots of battles, but what's happening is people are losing wars. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Hope Weekend does a great job of restoring hope and, uh, building up relationship and communication skills, building up listening skills. And these are things that are taught. These are skills. These are not just, you know, some people are like, well, you know, I'll, I'll just uh, read my Bible and 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 pray and we'll just see, you know, God work. And I'm not discounting God working at all. He right. can absolutely work. But there's lots of um, Christians that don't understand 
actually how to do that. Yeah. One of our uh, people that went through, I don't know, about a year ago, and he helps facilitate for us now. He's a, he's a senior pastor. And he made the statement, he said, Hope Weekend for him was the most important thing that's ever happened in his marriage. Um, he, he's been married 25 years. Mm -hmm. He said, um, that he learned how to better communicate. And he said, the one thing that I didn't have, I had Jesus, I had prayer, I had the word, I had a relationship with my wife, but what I didn't have was good communication skills. Mm -hmm. And so he learned the skills and his, and his marriage was, you know, turned upside down with it in a great way. You yeah. know, we had we had one that just went through our Adventures in Marriage program as well. We we did one for a lot of pastors, and uh, one of the pastors was um, sharing with me that he had been married over twenty five years as well. And um, so he called me over to his church, and I was hanging out with him. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Doug, I just got to tell you, you know." My wife and I, and it, it was like a couple weeks after, you know, the pastor's aim. And he said, my wife and I are communicating better now in, in these last two weeks than we've had our entire 25, 27 years of marriage. Wow. So it's just, you know, we hear stuff like that all the time. And that's that's what people in good good marriages are, okay marriages. But people that are, mm-hmm. are marriages in crisis, you know, we're seeing a, a big turn yeah. in them as well. So th- those are some of the real sweet things that are happening. Yeah. And a lot of couples coming coming to the Hope Weekends are going through nightmare scenarios like pornography addiction, gambling addictions, affairs, and much more. How are you able to help these couples? Well, first of all, we're just coming alongside. I, I believe that the real helper is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we come alongside and we look at these issues together. And so um, we do uh, biblical skills and research, you know, mm-hmm. and we believe that all all uh, great research is showing what the Bible already knows to be true, right? Mm-hmm. So because God is the author of everything, and He's the one that's created us with passion and purpose, and He knows where we're going. So only He can be the real counselor. So. Um, uh, part of the deal when you're, when you're listening, you're coaching or you're counseling is just listening for what the Holy Spirit's saying yeah. about what's going on with the couple. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you look at something as devastating as an affair, right? And there's all kinds of affairs. There's emotional affairs, yeah. there's physical affairs. Um, there's all kinds of uh, affairs. You, you look at that and, and you think, you know, that is the pinnacle of the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. And that is true. And, and, you know, there's sometimes that where a couple might have to legally separate and uh, be apart from each other for a while. There's, you know, the, ex- the exception clause in the, in the scriptures about possibly divorce in that, in that situation. And all those are possibilities. And, and, but the one thing that I know is that, um, there is hope even still. Normally, you know, an affair will happen. We talk about, you know, that there's there's more than just one thing going on in an affair, right? Like a lot of times uh, the couple is emotionally distant, right? which breeds a physical distance. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that we do know about the brain is the brain is going to Pain pursues pleasure, right? So yeah. it's going to pursue after right. that which, you know, 
is going to fulfill it. And um, there's a lot of people that are doing that. And yeah. then, so Hope Weekend, I think, provides a, a common ground where we can talk, find out what the real issues are. Um, we look at the brain research and we we look at the high brain and the low brain, right? The, the low brain people go to fight, flight, or freeze mode, right? And then the high brain, we do our thinking. And you can say it in biblical terms that, you know, you when you're in your high brain and you can be able to think and logic through that, that's when the spirit can uh, do his perfect work is, is through that high brain and being filled with the spirit. And then when you get in the flesh, you go to the low brain, right? Mm. And so researchers have quantified that as, you know, when your heart rate gets above 100 beats per minute, you're going to go to the low brain. So mm. a lot of arguments are done in the flesh. A lot of yeah. arguments are, well, all, all arguments are done in, in the flesh uh, when they don't do it the right way. Now, well, you can argue. There, It's okay with arguing. Like, there's... It's two totally different people. Like God has a real sense of humor, right? So he, (laughs) he brings personalities together. Like, like one person has a beaver personality where they're like, you know, uh, I don't know. They, 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 everything, there's a right and wrong to everything. And God puts them with an otter who's like, (laughs) bump it, you know, whatever, (laughs) turn up, let's party, you know? And the other person's like, no, 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 don't touch that line. You can't touch that line. And so, uh, because God does have a sense of humor like that, so many couples, they just don't understand it. And they can only think of it in terms of their personality, right? Mm -hmm. They can, they can only think of it in terms of if they're, uh, they're, they're, they're a beaver, they can only think of it in terms of a beaver and they can't really think of it in terms of they don't they can't even picture how an otter thinks the way that they do like yeah. they it's illogical yeah. and so one of the things that we try to do is we we get people to bend in a little bit mm-hmm. and and hear from their their partner's perspective yeah. so. and i think what what will also be contributing to, you know, the state of marriage in America is that we are all needy people and we are not getting our needs met because one, we probably don't know how to communicate what Mm -hmm. our needs are. And two, we're afraid if we do communicate those needs, then, and we're telling that person that we love how to meet our needs and they don't meet our needs then that's almost worse than just not saying it. So that's, I honestly also think that that's where addiction comes from too. It's because we all have this need for something. And if it's going to be met by something unhealthy and that's going to be giving us that dopamine shot in our brain, that's going to be something dopamine is addictive. So if we're getting that dopamine shot from gambling, Ooh, I want a little bit. I want to keep going or pornography. Ooh, she never rejects me. You know, we have these needs that are being met, not, you know, making excuses for anyone who's cheating or gambling addiction, but learning how to understand this person. It's not like they want to be a cheater. It's not like they want to hurt the other person. There is like a deep need that they just don't know how to get met healthily. And so learning, I think the understanding during the hope weekend, not excusing the behavior and not being like, Oh no, it's fine that you're cheating or that you've had an affair or that you're addicted to pornography, but having that understanding of, okay, what's going on inside of you and why. And I think that empathy is also something that really helps couples in hope weekend. Absolutely. Um, and I would also say it's really cool because we've had couples, we're based in Florida, but we've had couples from, you know, Seattle and uh, was it Minnesota? That was another mm-hmm. one. And I mean, and we also, we have an 83% success rate with these couples who are in extreme crisis who go through Hope Weekend. So what do you think makes Hope Weekend so successful? Well, 
Hope Weekend Success has to do with helping take out the negatives, dealing with the negatives and allowing couples to be able to communicate, to almost get like back to square one, right? Mm -hmm. And remember why they loved each other in the first place. And, you know, so we take, you know, we look at these and we, we don't excuse the stuff. Like, I mean, if somebody's had adultery, we don't like... Oh, let's just forgive them. Yeah. You know, no, dude, you you messed up, or ma'am, you messed up. You right. you screwed up, and and you know you have to build trust back. You don't just get trust because you know that that's not the way this thing works. So, you know, but but when I when I look at it, I hope we can. I, I see accountability. Mm-hmm. I see communication. I see um, most of the time. Because people don't communicate well, I'll, I'll give you a for instance. Um, generally, there's like one person that's the primary apologizer, right? So, you know, this person generally apologizes. And I've, what I've found is that, you know, some people apologize a thousand times. And I had this big old strong dude come and we're in a marriage intensive. And, you know, he, you know he, he's tearing up now. And he says, Doug, I apologize all the time. And my wife has never apologized. And they've been married over a decade now. So his wife has never apologized. And, and, you know, she just didn't, she just didn't see it that way. I mean, really, as she was processing, she was always right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, that's how we are. Right. So Mm -hmm. she wasn't even seeing the issue. And then when I was able to, you know, point out the issue and, and, when she realizes this, right? right, because we do certain things to get to that skill, like, like um, you know, we find out what their dirty fighting methods are. We find out uh, what they do in the flesh, right? Yeah. Once we find those things out, um, you have to have some emotional intelligence to deal with that. Yeah. And what we find is, is that by us pointing it out, they're able to do the work. We're not the ones doing the heavy lifting. Now, I will say it does take a lot of empathy. I think you were exactly right, Ashley, on that one. It does take a lot of empathy. And I think from the coaches or the counselor's point of view, uh, man, I'm as I'm as heavy. I go through it with them yeah. just as well as all of our coaches do. We we go through that mess. I mean, a lot of the stuff that comes to us is very messy. Yeah. It gets really messy. Yeah. But you know, isn't that what Jesus dealt with? Like yeah. real messes. Like, yeah. And so sometimes I think people in, in church world, I, I think we've had some bad teaching. You know, there's this teaching, like there's, there's the one, right? Mm-hmm. There's just this, the one for me. And then all of a sudden they don't meet those faux expectations. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, well, maybe I missed it and, and I jumped before God. And, and rather than dealing with what you chose, which that's how you know it was the one because you chose them, yeah, right? I mean, right. a lot of people are like, no, I fell out of love. Dude, you didn't fall out of love because you didn't fall into love in the first place. Love is a choice. Right. You don't get to fall out of love. So there's a lot of combinations to it as to why there's it's so successful. But I think after all those things, I think the bottom line is the skills. I think the skills, being taught the skills is probably what sets yeah. live the life apart from most other places um, I just did an intensive with a, a couple. He's from the north, uh, upper northeast, and they flew in to Tallahassee for the intensive. And 
he's been to a bunch of the other places, right? So he's gone to some of the top ones in the country and they spend multiple thousands of dollars to do this, right? And so he and his wife came in here. This is the first time out of all the ones they've ever gone to where they've actually learned skills. So now we've had some check-ins, right? Like they've had a couple bumps yeah. since then, but all they did was call in and check in and boom, they got right back on the path. I, I saw midway through their intensive, they just had a turning wow. towards each other. And after that, dude, they have been like awesome with each other. So and... Good. um. You know, they were emotionally distant. They were tracking towards divorce. This was it. This was their last thing. Mm -hmm. Like they said, this this is it for us. But now they're, you know, probably a couple months into it, and they've reported that they've never been better um, in their marriage. So, you know, we see a lot of victories like that. So what's the actual timeline of Hope Weekend? So if I'm couple in crisis, I go to the website and I see we have a whole weekend. What what do I expect through the weekend? Okay. So there's, um, we do ours in the North Florida, in the Tallahassee region. Mm-hmm. We do ours the third weekend of every month. And so it's, it's set. Now we also have intensives. It's a little bit more, you know, expensive to do an intensive where they can fly in here or, or drive in here. And we can do one-on-one with, with, with just that couple. But if they do a Hope Weekend, it's the third weekend of every month. Um, they'll come in here. There'll be a group of people. But before, you know, you freak out about, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be sharing my stuff in front of a group. It's not quite like that. Uh, you do group teachings and then you go to individual rooms when you do your skills, when you do your you know, when you're getting, when you're going through the muck and the mire of everything, you're not in the group, right? You're, you're individual with, with, with the, these couples. So we have individual coaches that have gone through Hope Weekend themselves. And, uh, so they're talking with firsthand knowledge, uh, about, about it. And, uh, I think that's another reason. Like once they get done with Hope Weekend, it's like being part of a community, you know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's really a big deal. So. So is it a Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So thing? the way so the way that we do it here, if they were to come to a Hope Weekend here, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's generally from three to nine on Friday. We do a lot of intro stuff there. We do a lot of kind of background type things. We do some a lot of trodden there. And then that Saturday, we'll generally go from about eight to five, something like that. And uh with with a break in between for for a meal. And Saturday is when we really get heavy on the skills. So we do a lot of a lot of background work first. Then we do a lot of skills work Sunday. Um, we uh, start off with a devotional, and then we uh, go through and we talk about their past. We talk about their core fears. We talk about kind of stuff where they're living and and like the stuff that's brought them where they were. And uh, we do a, we do a couple more skills, and then we end with probably the most powerful thing I've ever done in my life. Most anybody that's ever gone through a Hope Weekend would probably say the same thing that uh, the the closing exercise is probably the most impactful thing mm-hmm. that you could ever do. Um, I can't talk about it. It's not that it's yeah, some can't give all the good news. yeah. It's not it's not that it's some super secret thing, but but 
I don't want to, I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody that goes through it. And by the way, I, I think it's one of the reasons why if you're just like a, a normal couple, mm-hmm. like I would go for through the whole weekend just for that. That's worth its weight in gold right there. And you touched upon it earlier, but just dealing with different couples, when that accountability hits, when dealing with, you know, porn addiction, any addiction or any affairs that happen, what is what does that look like even from just from a coach's standpoint when that actually happens? And it looks messy as crap. That's what it looks like because yeah. that's what sin does, right? I mean, the Bible talks about sin brings forth death. And, and you know, that's not a pretty picture. So let's not paint it to some like cutesy thing that it's not. It's it's crap, man. It is like, <laughs> I'm thinking about, there was a, uh, whoo, goodness. <laughs> How can you get emotional on a podcast? Good night. Yeah. I'm thinking about a couple that was here. Uh, I was basically doing an intensive, like it was a broken up intensive. They were going through it. He had, he had had an affair and, um, he didn't understand how bad the affair was blinding him because that's what happens when you get in that. Well, she was still all in, right? She wanted to fight for him. But then, you know, he was still choosing the other one. Well, then, you know, he's starting to come back around, you know, just a little bit. But, you know, she's demonstrative and and it freaks him out. And so they can't even get into the skills portion of it because they just will net, they won't level off. Right. So that's the scary thing about any relationship. And it's the one it's scary for you guys, too. I mean, you guys aren't married yet, uh, you know, and it's the scary thing is you can't choose for the other person. Yeah. That's the scary part. Like, and and it doesn't have to be like, I mean, I, I know people in ministry, people that are really close to me, they've married almost 30 years. All of a sudden, no porn, no nothing else like that, no adultery. The other one chooses to not be married anymore. And you have no choice in it. So it's scary. But, you know, what do you do? Do you just, do you block yourself off from the world? Do you become defensive and not love anybody else? You know, do you go back to your old past patterns and, you know, you look at it and you're, you know, th- and that's what he did. He, th- this, this one guy that I just said, you know, he was going back to his core fears. And so he was running away from a situation and, you know, he had multiple kids and, you know, they were the pillar of their church, you know, in the, in the community. And yeah. so everything was being done on the low over here. So, you know, now they can't even really talk about it. And think about it in the church setting, right? Yeah. Nobody's talking about it because, you know, if somebody knows about it, they're not trying to like, you know, rat them out or whatever. But so in the church setting, which the church is like what, you know, what God has ordained to to have this, this real like impact in ministry. But many times the the church doesn't know how to deal with it. I mean, we've had, um, I had a pastor friend of mine call me two years ago. He said, Doug, I've got something going on. I've got somebody that had an affair in our community. It was a high profile one and um, it's above my pay grade. Will you, will you help us? I'm like, well, certainly. So um, the couple comes for some intense counseling, right? So, I mean, it's, it was, it was intense. No question about it. And, uh, but they started tracking well, like midway through, they started tracking well, like, and this isn't after one day, this is, you know, multiple days, all of a sudden, they started to catch a wheel on it. And now then they started to go through some of our programs and they started to learn some of the skills. And they ended up going through a Hope Weekend. 
then uh, after a month, now they've been married for, I don't know, 17, 18 years, something like that. After a month, uh, they reported back to us that they had the best relationship that they'd ever had in their entire marriage. This is after an affair, right? So you talk about Hope Weekend, like that, that's what it is. But, you know, but wait, there's more. (laughs) So then they, they want to be Come coaches. So they, we te- we train them yeah. how to become coaches. They come to our uh, military retreats and coach, right? So then they start coming to our local stuff, and then they coach. This past weekend, all right. Now, now I got to tell you just just how God works and how this weaves in and out. So I had done an intensive with this couple in North Georgia um, a few weeks ago. It's incredible, uh, but long story short, it got cut off right in the middle because of a death in the family, uh, in their family. Yeah. So they said, we can't finish, and so we invited them to come down to the Hope Weekend. Mm-hmm. So we we stabilized the marriage up there, yeah. but then they, they came down here for the Hope Weekend. Well, the, the, the couple that we helped rescue, right, who had the adulterous affair that had that was— dead on arrival, like they were done. They had a 0.0001% chance of success who comes out and says, after 17 years, we now have the best marriage that we've ever had. They start coaching for us. That couple, um, the man was the one that coached the couple that I did the intensive with. So here's a couple that I, that, that I, that I sew into. Right. And now they're the ones doing the ministering and the heavy lifting with this other couple. And I got to tell you, you talk about hope for hope weekend. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. And that's, it's, you talk about addiction, Ashley, that's, you you become a coach on one of these things. Right. It's addictive because yeah. you you want to see God work, right? You want to see marriages saved, and so yeah. I would say, man, if there's somebody in another area that's thinking about it, like, dude, I, we want to, like, we have a big heart. Like, we can't do this all by ourselves. We want to start live the life offices in every state. Yeah, uh, yeah. We want, yeah, we, and, and and to be able to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, we train them how to do it. And uh, so that's what it looks like. That's just like some little snapshots. Yeah. Um, and then to the person listening right now who feels hope hopeless in their marriage, what would you tell them right now? <sighs> they feel hopeless because... It's all they've seen. They've not seen victory when people have no hope. If they could see it from our side of the fence, from couples just like them, I'm not saying that their problem's not real. Like their problem is really real. It's slapping them in the face. It's got them down on the ground. But you know, there's always going to be relationship issues with anybody, no matter what. Now there's some things like you need to put your foot down and you say, no, enough's enough. And you know, not, you know, you need to not deal with it anymore. There's some people that are, you know, professional adulterers and you know, you just need to end the relationship. It's not, you know, it's not going to, you don't just keep going back to that. Like, I mean, forgiveness, you know, the, the 70 times seven isn't talking about that. Like, like you, you, you can forgive them, but I mean, there, there's boundaries that you have to put up. You don't just, you know, you just don't get trampled on like that. So yeah, I would, I would say, um, 
there's definitely hope. Like, and if you give it, you know, we've tons of people have said, man, I, I, on a scale of one to hundred, I'd give it a two. Okay. We can work with the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We can work with the two. We can work with the one. We just can't work if you walk out. Like we we did one that's a little shorter than the Hope Weekend, which is Adventures of Marriage. I go over to Des and we do the military one, right? So we, we showed the slide and it's this, you know, big happy family, you know, the couple, beautiful couple. Uh, then we show the next slide and, and they're, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, blurred. And, uh, you know, we talk about how sometimes, you know, life just gets in the way and it does, you know, you take these nice, pretty selfies, but it's not actually really looking like that on the inside. Right. Yeah. And then, then we show a next, the next slide, you know, it's like, it's like bones, right? The relationship is dead. Well, we show that and this, this couple gets up and walks out. This is Friday night now. On, yeah, on a, first night. On a, yeah, first night. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I see them in the hotel on on Saturday, and the woman comes out to me, and um, she, she apologizes. She says, listen, I'm sorry that we walked out, but, you know, we saw the slides, and we, we knew our relationship was dead, and so we were done. And that's what some people see. Mm-hmm. And I just got to say, you know, man— Jesus can bring those dry bones back to life. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about any kind of, you know, abuse patterns or anything like that. I'm not, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about people that have messed up, people that have done a stupid thing or somebody that they just have been talking bad to each other for a long time. People that just feel like, I just don't know that I love this person anymore, you know? Those type of people, like, we help them all the time. Yeah. And would you say... No, you're good. Go for it. And would you say, just listening to you talk about it, would you say that clarity that you can get from the Hope Weekend is what people that are afraid to get help, that that's what the issue is? Just that clarity of, oh, this could be the person, or maybe it is time to just pack it up. Well, I think that... Part of the issue is that just counseling in general, people are freaked out about it. And, I, you know, I don't blame them. Like the counseling rate has a pitiful success. It's like 20% yeah. success rate in counseling <laughs> for marriages. Mm-hmm. So I get that part. I, I really do. And, you know, there's something about, you know, putting your dirty laundry out in front of other people, you know. Mm-hmm. But, heck, if you're ever really going to get victory, you're going to have to talk about the crap. You you really are. You're going to have to be able to put it on the table. And if if there's somebody that's listening that has gone through, you know, either my intensives or, you know, counseling or whatever, that they'll, 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 this will sound familiar. I always start off with this one thing. And I always say, I have one rule in my counseling and that's a no bull crap rule. Like you can't bull crap me. Like, yeah. and if you do, I, I'm done because I can't help you yeah. if, if you hide stuff. Right. And so, um, it is. It's it's going through a lot of muck and a lot of mire, and they they get freaked out by it, and they think that somehow they're not worthy or the other person's not worthy, and um, I w- I would just disagree. I, I would I would say that you're going through that crap, and you are absolutely worthy. You are worthy of being loved. You are lovable, and there's a lot of people that don't feel lovable. Yeah. 
And I mean, I would also tell the person that's listening to this, that's thinking, you know, I don't know that they're really there. I just don't know if there's any hope. I would say that, you know, one of my favorite things I've heard is, you know, what's the difference from being a jerk and acting like a jerk. Cause everyone has acted like a jerk. Everyone has had the tendencies of, of being like a jerk. And I think that the, the best thing I heard was when someone has a persistent resistance to change, that's when you know that they are, are a jerk. And they're just the, I think when we are hurt, we have the tendencies of acting like one, but I think that's what makes Hope Weekend successful too, is we're getting you out of that pattern of acting like a jerk because you've been so hurt and now we're identifying why the hurt has happened, how we can move forward. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Cause a lot of people are listening to this like, well, I mean, I'm in an abusive relationship. No, 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 no. We're not asking you to come right. through. That's and right. Yeah. We're, that's right. we're saying yeah. we, we see flawed people all the time who are hurt and that's who right. are acting out of that hurt. And so we're going to come in and try and help you understand why the hurt happened and then how to turn away from that and move towards healing and reconciliation with the other person. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about there is, you know, when the student is ready the teacher will come. And so we we talk about the need for you being able to be teachable. And when both people are teachable, now mm-hmm. that's that's probably somebody's probably listening and thinking, well that's the problem, they're not teachable. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's easy, it's easy to spot somebody else's, right? right. It's hard to spot your yeah. own. Right. And so we tell everybody when they go through, you got to stay in your circle. Like you can only you can only control the controllables, which is what's in your circle. You can't yeah. do anything, but the the awesome thing is if both people participate, we see both circles getting yeah. changed and yeah. now the sudden that two it's the beautiful thing the mystery of god that two become one Mm -hmm. and you start to see um the power of us come in right they they start becoming an us again Mm -hmm. whereas they were two individuals you know together through through marriage but they're they were miserable roommates right like i deal with a lot of people that are miserable roommates and why would you stay like that that listen (laughs) I was talking to one of the older people that older couples that were in my church one time and, and we were talking about, you know, getting healthier and get, get better, you know, in, in their, in their marriage. And they said something to the extent of like, why, why would we do that now? Right. And I know that sounds dumb to, to your generation, but to the older generation, like they just sucked it up, buttercup. They just like, wow. hey, we'll we'll stay in it for the kids. But do you not think that the kids see that? Right. Like, why would you keep something like that is in an unhealthy way? Now, somebody's listening and says, well, that's why I'm going to get rid of them. No, no, that's not <laughs> what we're saying. We're not saying, like, let's just go get rid of the people. Like, like let's go do some heavy lifting. Let's go work yeah. together. And, you know, most people don't want to do the real work. Like, this takes real work. Let's, right. let's be honest about it. Hope Weekend is not some play date. Yeah. You know, it's not like, hey, you're getting a weekend at the beach here. Like, just go out there and go have some fun. This is some, like, real crap. Yeah. And, but we go through it with them. We keep them in the high brain so that they're able to deal with it. We see, uh, Ash, you said that about the 83%. And that is, I mean, since I've been on with Live the Life, which is three years now, um, I, I've literally only seen one couple. Yeah. That has chosen to divorce, and I believe that there was some 
you know, mental and emotional issues that were there for, yeah. for in, in both parties. And I, so, so I, I think that, and this is lots and lots and lots of couples. Yeah. I, I don't even know what the number is, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a ton of couples. And yeah. by the way, one of the things about it, anything that we do, like Hope Weekend or Adventures in Marriage, we always do a, a post survey to see where they were when they started and where they were, um, you know, w- when they finished. And, you know, for our Adventures in Marriage program, we've had five years of data with that. And we've had, we've called people back like six months later and a year later. And our, uh, the research that was done by an independent researcher, Florida State University, the highest in the country was at a 0.6 sample size. Like, like their effective rate was at 0.6. Mm-hmm. Our research, when it came back, came back at a 1.2. It was double the effective rate as anybody in the country. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so much so that people that have studied it for 30 to 40 years said that, you know, they've never seen anything like this in in the relationship field. So um, I think it works, guys. And I I think we can help. Like, (laughs) I I really do. I think we can help. And the numbers don't lie. They don't? Well, thank you, Doug, for going ahead and sharing some light on our whole weekend here at Live the Life. And thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you feel educated, encouraged, and empowered to thrive in whatever relationship you're in.